Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Formula One is an African Sport podcast. You're here with Grant James. I'm never alone. I'm here with Martin Ombura. Yes, sir. And John Ofadorfe. Yes, yes, sir. How are we, gentlemen? We just had the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. It's the season finale. Uh, closing out uh, the races uh, for the F1 season. How are you guys doing? Um, yeah. How, how do you find things? John, go. I'm good. You good? <laughs> Let's go. Let's yeah? go. No, we're good. We're good. We're happy. Um, it was a good good race to finish. Um, some interesting moments. It wasn't as super exciting, but some, some very interesting stuff happened. And uh, a good way to end the season. And um, exactly, you know, lots lots to look forward to in, in the future. But yeah, very happy with, with the final with the final. And some sad goodbyes. Yeah. Some so. people we won't see anymore. Some people we won't be Dang. too sad not to see anymore. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we're uh, good. I'm keen to discuss those. Uh, <laughs> no, guys, I actually think I'll miss all those guys, man. I was thinking about it today on my drive here. Yeah. I was like, I'll miss all of them. There's something about each and one, every one of those drivers I'll miss. But dude, I, I, was, I told you, Grant, before we started this. I'm not about Abu Dhabi, man. I told you last week, the race, it's not the best track to finish a, yeah. a title run when this season to me has been, has a lot of highs, very high highs, a lot of lows. And it's one of those I feel like I just kind of package up and, you know, put, put in a file and not open up again. Um, Max, he beat a lot of records, won handily. But we had Mercedes not doing too well. We had drivers struggling who came from grace, like guys like Ricardo, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about this later. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of happy the season's over, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I can focus on other sports and stuff like that. This season, especially towards the end, it felt like uh, with the whole Red Bull cost cap thing. Yeah. But anyway, let's get started, yeah, man. Let's, let's dive into this. I don't want to ruin the mood already. Yeah. You know, I don't want to jump, jump yeah. into this, but there's some good stuff we can talk about, man. Yeah. So, so we'll start with, uh, with a very um, sad ending. You know, we all knew it was coming. It's, it's been, the, I think they call it the final lap or something yeah. like that that he had on his helmet. This was Sebastian Vettel, um, a real, real legend in the sport. I think both, you know, on the track and off the track has done a lot for F1. Um, it's, it was a, you could see, you know, the Formula One really spent a lot of time yeah. Effort in saying goodbye to him. All the drivers came together. I'm sure you guys heard about the bill. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> the bill that your boy Hamilton just shout out to Hamilton. For shout that, out to Hamilton. I wish I was part of that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you'll catch him next time. Um, yeah. So you know, any you know any fond memories you guys have of him? You know, any anything you wanna you wanna talk about? You know, before we send him off and. And do we think, I know this, it's, it's unlikely, but do we think we'll see him again? Maybe maybe we'll see him at some point in some way in uh, Formula 1. What do you guys think? Man. Uh, Martin, of... I know you feel very deeply for Sebastian Vettel, so pull your heart out, man. Yeah. yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I think Sebastian is one of the few drivers I've seen retire, but you can see it in him. He actually means it. Yeah. And to me, that's also brought a lot of peace in my end. Like, he means this four-time world champion. We've seen what he does, has done throughout his years. And even when he was still in a Ferrari that's not competitive, he was still fighting against Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. And later on in his career, he picked up a different cause, a different race that he mentioned that he's, he's still racing, you know? Mm-hmm. And he implored the other drivers to take on that race mm-hmm. and to challenge the issues that were going on, especially well, climate. Match one between that, for Yeah, we, we know some certain <laughs> drivers are not interested in that. He, he's got one race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one race Max cares about. But it was a very fitting um, end to his career, I feel. I was so happy he got that one point. Mm-hmm. And though it came at the expense of Lewis now finishing the race, it was still fitting to see him fight. I mean, the, I mean, things races like Japan where he was fighting to the end with Alonso, yeah. um, the Circuit of the Americas with him and Magnuson. Mm-hmm. He still had that fight in him. Absolutely. It was a great way to go down. Yeah. Like if he finished the season where Ricardo finished the season, man, that would just be horrible, man. You know. <laughs> and so <laughs> we talk about that later. But that's yeah. that's my take on Vettel, man. I'll definitely miss him. And even if he doesn't come back, I know he's made his mark here, and you can see the respect he's garnered from all the drivers. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think Sebastian Vettel's story is, is, is one that's like really special and, and pretty unique. Mm. And it shows how things can come full circle, right? Yeah. Where he was like this really, really talented young kid. I, I think that he, prior to Max, held the record for the youngest person to win a Grand yes. Prix. Yeah. Um, and, and a championship. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and a championship. Yeah. Um, I think he still holds that record, right? The, the youngest person to win I a think championship. Does. I think he does. He's 22. Yeah. I think he was young. Um, 22. Right? And then he went on a four-year winning streak. Mm. Um, that's like that's insane. He became a man with an F1 title. That's yeah. uh, um, that, that, that's pretty special. And and I think that like burning competition that just existed in him, how he was like the best, and all he wanted to do was race yeah. and uh, prove this. Like we've spoken before about like multi twenty-one and the like. I think it's interesting how it comes full circle. Where in the context of multi twenty-one. Um, 
he's become this driver that yeah. everybody loves. Yeah. And there was like a parade yesterday yeah. Eh? Um, yeah, yeah. When, uh, when he did it. I, it was something that I haven't seen. I haven't seen that much emotion in no. F1 before. Um, I thought the dinner was really special. Mm. Like that, that looked awesome. Um, the, uh, the, the handshakes, just like what everyone had to say about him. And then how articulate he was at the end yeah. when he spoke about like the fact that like uh, life isn't about just uh, driving in circles uh, yeah. around the racetrack, but it is to them. Yeah. And uh, he feels privileged because of how important their opinion is and the ability that they have to, to influence. Yeah. Um, so it, I mean, after a race like that, like hot and sweaty to be able to deliver a message like that was super powerful. You can uh, tell us he's been thinking about that for a yeah. while. It just came out so easily, mm. you know. Mm. And, I mean, Intelligent the, guy. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking of like when Raikkonen retired last season. <laughs> we didn't get this kind of reception. You know, obviously there's some social media stuff going on and whatever it is, but you can tell the impact Sebastian's had. And yeah. Yeah, it was palpable. No, it was, it was great. I think... Um, there was there was a couple of things that, that uh, you, I mean you guys have spoken so well. There was there was this um, I think it was on the Saturday night I think the, mm -hmm. the, before the race he actually took the a whole bunch of engineers and a few drivers and I think they went on a jog around the track or something exactly. like that at the end. And it's like just the the, the sheer number of people that came, mm -hmm. you know, because it's set like people. It was just like people were so keen to do that. Pulls the crowd. He pulls yeah. the crowd. He pu people love the guy, and, yeah. and it's and it's and, and when you pull that when you pull people towards you like that, there's a there's a reason for it, right? Um, and I think. I didn't really watch a lot of Formula One when he had his dominant period, but I, I recently saw a, a video of, of, I think it was when he won his fourth title, when he said, um, we really got to enjoy these moments because we don't know when it's going to happen again. And I paraphrase, but it was something that yeah, like, was, like, was basically like, you know, let's just let's just take the moment. And I think that that's how he's, that's how he's done his thing. Um, I think he, he's, he's, again, saved at the moment, and, and then he walks away. I, I agree with you. I think he, it's pretty final. I don't think we'll see him again. I, I, I doubt we'll leave it. I think they'll maybe get him in to do one or two guest appearances yeah. or something. He might do it reluctantly, but I, I think for me, he, his life is going to be different now. He's a piece Very of different. He looks like mentally he's moved on. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's ready for the next step. Yeah. And he said that, and he looked pretty excited to do it as well. Yeah. Martin, question for you. Mm. Um, you're a big Sebastian Battle fan. Huge, like, yeah. What was one of the like the memories that you have like encrusted in your mind uh, around Sebastian Vettel? You say his name, it's synonymous with him. Good or bad? Oh, that, yeah, that's that's tough, man. I think when I used to really follow F1, like back in Sebastian's days, was just his demeanor. I mean, this guy would come out and just do one lap in like Q3. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's out there just pushing the tires, trying to get all the data that is. He would wait till like the last three minutes of Q3, go out, hit one banger, come back in, his own pole, you know? That's the determination. That drive, and I see that in people like Max and Leclerc. You know, it's, it's a good thing to really want it all. And I saw it at him at a very young age. As a reason, we don't talk about Mark Webber anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, that's a different story. But, like, shout out to Seb. Like, yeah. he made the sport fun. And for a lot of people looking to want to join the sport and be that dog, mm -hmm. he was the original OG dog, I feel, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's one of the things that's ingrained in my head. They were speaking about it over this weekend, right? Um, but when was it? Was it 2012 yeah. where he won nine races back to back? It's 2013. T 2013, 2013 yeah. the last night. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, 2012, yes. 2012. Yes, yes. Um, and in the last race, he won it and he won the championship. It was yeah. the first time he took the lead of the championship mm -hmm. and he won it That's in the last man, race. Guys, guys, Mike, 2012, I have never seen an F1 season like that. Coming from Spa, he had to win those seven races in a row just to tie with Adalonso. Yeah. Gets to uh, Interlagos. This is why Brazil needs to be the last race. <laughs> it's raining. He gets hit on that first lap, spins. So now he goes to the back of the pack and the whole race was him trying to make up positions. Oh. I think he had to make, I think maybe top four or something like that in order yeah. to win. Yeah. And he did that, bro. Oh, the wow. craziest race I've ever seen. That's crazy. Craziest season I've ever seen. Um, sorry, that's a better memory that I have. Was Sebastian Vettel <laughs> ingrained in my head. Um, Twenty ten was like that as well. But yeah, we can talk about Seb forever. Man. Oh, like it's, yeah, we'll miss him. We'll certainly miss him. Danke Seb. Danke Seb. Yeah, Danke Seb. Yeah, let's move on to another uh, theme that we've been talking about. I think this one's going to come to a close now. Mm -hmm. um, the driver market. We know that Williams have finally confirmed uh, Logan Sargent. He's an American driver currently in F2. I think he finished up, what, was it P3, P4? In the, P4 in the, P4 in the championship. Correct. And uh, he was able to yeah, get the, the, the points required for the, the license, the super license. Mm -hmm. We also know Ricardo's moved to Red Bull. As a, it was a PR move. I don't, I don't want the role he's signing up for. It's like a reserve G driver, officer, <laughs> CFO, right? <laughs> a different kind of CFO, man. And uh, yeah, so what's y'all takes on the driver market? Guys like uh, Logan Sargent and uh, Ricardo. 
Yeah, so, so congrats to Logan Sargent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be refreshing to see to see a team on the streets. I think it's a it's a good thing for the US as well. I mean, yeah. we've seen that that's a big market for, for Formula One now, and I think that that representation will, will certainly do a lot to, to push the sport in in, in that country. Um, I think we, yeah, we're going to see a few more rookies on the on the on the circuit next year, so it should be really interesting. Piastri, yeah, uh, yeah, Piastri as well. Yeah. So we're really exciting to see these guys and how they perform. And and are interesting teams, teams that I want you want to secure their place in midfield yeah. are going to be battling with that. Um, Ricciardo, wow, sure. I must say, I'm really not really sure what the angle is here. Mm. Uh, I know there's some. We, we were chatting over the weekend, Grant. There were some conspiracy theories <laughs> being thrown around about, you know, does this mean that you know, come halfway through the season, if Perez, if things aren't going yeah. with Perez, if he's, if he's kicking up a fuss, they're just gonna be like, look, yeah. man, we know what Danny Rick can do in a Red Bull. Thanks, Perez. It's been a good run, but. Damn. Uh, we'll move on. I know it's unlikely, but... Um, They'll be banned in Mexico, bro. Ain't no way you can go back to Mexico no, like that. They're, done. they're, done. they're, they're not welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really interesting move. I, I, I'd love to know if someone can sit him down with a, with a, with a you know, Danny Ricardo untold or something yeah. like that. And he can just give us the scoop on, yeah. on why he made that decision. But um, I'm sure he has good reasons for it. Same. I hope so. Um, okay, so I, I'm going to go Logan, Logan Sargent first. Yeah. Um, you mentioned it earlier. So, like, what was it? He needed to do a certain amount of laps in a Williams yes, um, yeah. in his test runs. He managed to complete that in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So he got those super license points. Um, and then he, I, I think he needed to drive 100 kilometers or so to get the super license points in Brazil. And then he needed to finish fourth mm-hmm. in F2. Yeah. And he did both. So he got his super license points and he was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Massive for yeah. the States, right? This is the first... American driver since 2015. Yeah. Um, the name of that American driver is just uh, eluding me. But um, it's um, it's huge because we've also seen the market share that uh, F1 has been gathering in the States. Three races in the Americas now. Yeah. Really strategic move by Williams. I think snatching up an American driver um, who's a Backstreet Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one, yeah. That so um, but uh, yeah, I think exciting to, to have more rookies in the sport. Um, are there better drivers in FP2? Well, there's guys that certainly finished higher than him. Yeah. Um, but uh, you take your opportunities when you get them right. I um, believe it was Alexander Rossi. Yes, yes, okay. yes. That's the that, that's the American driver. Um, on the Danny Rick, uh, I, I think this Danny Rick Netflix documentary, Untold, like <laughs> it, ha- it has to happen. It has to. Because this guy keeps surprising us. Yeah. Like, um, when we thought he was going to have a season out, there were some talks. He may join Mercedes. I wasn't overly enthused about that. Um, but the fact that he's going back to the team that he left because he felt there was a bad culture um, or a culture that wasn't supportive of his growth, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's got me questioning Danny mm. Rick now, right? Um, and like, what is he about? Uh, yeah. Is he about like the fun? Is he about like holding like a, a strong sense of self? Yeah. Is he about just participating in F1? Mm. Um, mm. Maybe maybe you're, you're correct, but I love the guy and uh, I'm just asking a lot of these questions. Those but, are valid, um, man. But um, I think that it's, 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 um, it's interesting. You said, Martin, last week, he said he's got a lot of things going on outside of F1, a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's making podcast appearances. The guy's dating uh, uh, Gerhard Berger's uh, daughter. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> he's got a lot of things going on, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. The whole dynamic with Perez, um, I think, is uh, potentially interesting too. I don't think it will affect Sergio. I think Danny Rick, he's, he's probably been told there's a good chance you're not going to race again. Get as much as from this sport as you possibly can. Because the moment we don't see you on that TV anymore, yeah. you're no longer relevant. Yeah. Who talks about Raikkonen anymore? And he was, you know, he, people love Raikkonen. All, all the memes and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think he's like, I have a lot of businesses happening outside, and I need to feed them through my relevance through this sport. Right. So if, if the you know, TV can, camera can pan on me, mm. you know, during a practice session or whatever it is, mm. that would be great for my ratings. And so I don't see him coming back, man. I just think... Christian Horner even said something weird, like, you know, we'll take Daniel if he, if he agrees to sign or something like that, you yeah. know. Some, some, you know, little punch there after, you know, Cyril took him, you know, stuff like that. So I still think Red Bull's a bit salty about that, but yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Is he confirmed? Not confirmed? I think because, it's confirmed. Okay. I think it's confirmed, yeah. Um, Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's confirmed, but also not, like, it's a weird you never one. really know, right? There's yeah. not, like, uh, you know, yeah, it's hard to say because, but... Apparently it's confirmed, yeah. so that we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, and I think if we just look at the um, rounding off that topic as well, I think there's a few more goodbyes. I think yeah. we, we, can't, we can't ignore the other goodbyes we had. We had um, Mick Schumacher, who had a good two, two years in the sport. Um, 
some had some have some things to say about him, yeah. but we, we, he he will be missed um, certainly. And I mean, obviously, with the with with the, with the name and the weight that 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 uh, that, that meant carried with him. Um, I'm sure it wasn't easy for him. Yeah. Uh, and good old Kotifi, Nicholas yeah. Latifi, we will miss you. Yeah. Pour one out for my homie Latifi. Yeah. He was uh, he was interesting. <laughs> he he was interesting. But um, yeah. Any words for 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 those fallen guys? Man, I'm actually miss Mick, bro. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I think he ended up in Haas. It's probably the wrong team for him. Yeah. I don't believe Gunter Steiner is the was the right leader for him. Mm. I don't think he perhaps like they gave him opportunities and also he, yeah. he made mistakes. We spoke about this last week. It's sad to see him go. I wish maybe somehow we see him back maybe in two years and stuff like that. I know he might be linked to the Mercedes as a reserve driver or something like that. Um, so hopefully he can get that. I was reading an article saying he he should follow the path of his dad because his dad also went to Mercedes and stuff like that. So I don't know what's going to open up for him, but you never know what might happen, right, um, next season. So make, keep pushing. Hopefully you can come back. If Halkenberg can come back, man, you can possibly do it too. And Gotifi, I know you also had an incident in Abu Dhabi for the second year running last, uh, you know, in the race, but... He's one of those guys who, these, I mean, he, like, if, if you look at Abu Dhabi last season, how he redefined the season, we call him Gotifi because of his ability to do things. Silverstone this year, remember how he, out, he outdid Albon in the, in the old spec car? So he has moments of brilliance. Um, but we'll miss, we'll miss Latifi as well, I think, just because of the aura and the memes, I feel. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he brought something. Yeah, he brought something, well, well, yeah. What that thing was, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's up to you it's to up, decide yeah, yeah. whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um, so... Personally, I'll go Latifi first. Um, this guy broke my heart last year. Yeah. Um, many other peoples uh, yeah. around the world. Uh, it was, it was the crash that was heard <laughs> around the world. It brought out and it really gave like Michael Massey an opportunity to make a mistake, <laughs> um, and um, it. It, it changed the course of, uh, I mean, to an extent, yeah. it's changed the course of F1 history, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. With like, very, very Lewis, Lewis not being like the undeniable eight-time eight time world champion. Yeah. Um, and then Max building on this confidence and just yeah, okay. like becoming quite a beast this season. Yeah. Um, who knows if he would have been able to pick himself up uh, as quick if he didn't win that title yeah. last year yeah. after yeah. giving it so much. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he, he, he played an important role in like this decade of... Um, of F1 or at least like the start of, of this decade. Um, Mick, he's a Schumacher. Eh? It's yeah. sad to see a Schumacher leave like, yeah. uh, like F1, especially given the, the legacy his dad has. Um, I was thinking, uh, like, we don't know who, for, who the reserve drivers are for Mercedes, no. right? Um, is there potential that Mick may move to Mercedes as a reserve driver? What, yeah. I, think, um, I think so. I was actually seeing some comments from, from Toto um, mm. And and he did say he, he he wants to push forward with trying to find a solution. You know, yeah. I think he, he feels that you can still bounce back from one year yeah. out of the sport. It's when it goes into multiple years, then it's a bit of a surprise if you come back. Well, Hakenberg has shown us it's possible. He can yeah. pull <laughs> off a, he can pull off an, an Ocon. Ocon. Right? Yeah, yeah he did this right? with Ocon. Exactly. Yeah. So I I think it's I think I think um, Toto has plans for him. Um, we'll watch the space. Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> Why does that sound so powerful? No, no, Toto has plans. Toto has plans. But I think in particular he made very strong comments about Gunther and how he treats drivers. Yes. And I think Toto almost got a, a, a personal mission to make sure he he deals with that because I think it, he does not like yeah. how the, how his mix been managed. So agreed. Let's see. Agreed. Let's see. Agreed, so I think agreed. really really strong words from Martin on that. Yeah. Toto Toto said very similar things. Yeah. Mm. I think going, going into it, right, so, so we've covered some themes. Um, let's get into the race review uh, because, like, thinking about Abu Dhabi as a weekend race, we spoke about it. And maybe if you think about Mexico, which was, like, dead boring. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, we had Brazil, which was everything <laughs> and more. Uh, we have, like... Abu Dhabi that maybe came in at about 50% of that. So yeah, they met yeah, both of those, like, yeah. in the middle, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Um, right? Um, but what do you guys think about Abu Dhabi as, like, one a season-ending Grand Prix? And, and just the vibe around the track. It, it's definitely one of the more new-age yeah. uh, mm. Formula One tracks. It's, like, new F1. Yeah, There's right. yachts in this marina. Yeah. Yeah. There's some big um, yachts, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a massive yachts, dude. This oil money <laughs> runs deep, yeah, man. Deep, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got Arab money, bro. <laughs> it was heavy. No. Thoughts, thoughts race um, weekend, track? Yeah, no, I think, like you say, not, not the most exciting. I know Martin might have some from stronger words <laughs> on this, but... Um, I think, for me, when I look at that circuit, it's got the potential to be very exciting. Throw in the lights, night ride, you know, night race. You see the lights on the car. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, Mark Martin talked about. There's a lovely image when you see the cars cross the line and the light just shines on them, and that the cars just all get lit up beautifully. It's got the potential to mm -hmm. be a very nice way to end the season. 
but it can be hit and miss and you know barring a crazy incident from last year and just bad refereeing essentially you know that's what saved it this year pretty dull affair so I, I think it's got potential but I'm not sure it's the best way to end the season um, it's it's just one of those things that I think it just is it is the way it is but would I go and say this is the absolute best that F1 can do to probably not but it seems like it's not going to change for a while anyway yeah, it's, I echo everything you're saying, man. I was reading some stats about how it's like it's been the most expensive circuit to build because they also had to reclaim some land for that area. It's about $1.3 they spent just on the circuit, right. having that colorful hotel that crosses the track. Oh, yeah, 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 There's yeah. some interesting features I think appeal to maybe race design, racetrack designers and people who just like certain aesthetics. Yeah. But whether or not it makes a good race, the only interesting part about that track I like are those two DRS zones that are, uh, those two straights that are right back to each other. And drivers have to think. We saw Perez and Hamilton had yeah. to do a bit yeah, of thinking yeah. there. Actually got Perez yeah, there. But I mean, let's call it what it is. You know, money had to be spent to make this the last <laughs> race of the year because this was never the last race. We remember Interlagos was, uh, yes, yes. Brazil was. And so to me, we know there's nothing much that can be done. The same way we complain about Monaco. It's still there no matter what we say. No matter what. I think we just need to suck it up. And um, I honestly, I believe if titles are not are run into towards the end of the season into this track, they'll be won pretty boringly. Mm. And um, like we saw that Rosberg Hamilton thing in 2016 and stuff like that. So yeah, man, that's that's all I can say about it. atmosphere. Was yeah, you know, it's, it's not like like Zandvoort or like Interlagos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this place is crazy atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, Silverstone, for instance. So yeah. yeah, everything feels a bit manufactured there. But I mean, it's, it's, it's part of what it is, I guess. Yeah, yeah. A, a product product of the space. Yeah. Didn't Karun Chandok play a role in actually designing the circuits? Did he? Really? Mm, they 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 constantly referenced him. Like over the course of the weekend, okay, when bro. you were, you know, Crofty, Crofty, we designed this. Karun's out here. Okay, okay, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think go, going into to the next topic, yeah. right? Let's jump straight into qualifying. It was a pretty standard qualifying. Pretty I remember standard. nothing, nothing that really stood out. I mean, we could just talk about the people, drivers that got, I guess, uh, eliminated. Real quick. So Q1, we had Magnussen, Gasly, Bottas, Albon, Latifi. Latifi was at the bottom. Q2, surprisingly, Alonso. We had yeah. Sunoda. Sunoda did Gasly in this one. Um, Mick, Stroll, and Guan Yu Zhou right there. Um, we have uh, Mick Schumacher outdoing Magnussen in this one. I think he wanted to do a young jab yeah. before he leaves. <laughs> like, hey, just <laughs> no. Yeah, just no, because he got pulled last, last yeah. week doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And our starting grid was obviously uh, Max, Perez, Leclerc, which obviously the whole race was about Perez and Leclerc. Signs, Hamilton, Russell. Um, Crofty was saying it's the first time we've had the constructors kind of lined up in that order. So Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes. Yes. Then we had Norris, Alcon, Vettel, and then Ricardo rounding out the top 10. Very standard qualifying. Nothing crazy like we saw in Singapore or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, let's, let's move on to yeah. uh, so, the next So one. I guess a sign for, for the main race then. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty standard. Let's talk um, about it. Let, yeah, let, let's start off with, with, with Red Bull. Again, very, very, very dominant. Um, Max was pretty much out there on his loan for a long time. I, yeah. I, I think there was, there were, it was so dominant. I think there was points where you know he was just sort of just driving. Uh, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't even need to respond or react. Yeah. He didn't need to cover any. You know, when someone took up, you know, if there was a threat of undercut, he didn't even need to respond. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep. I thought I saw him until I'm ready to pit. <laughs> I thought I saw one image of him pull out his phone. He was on Instagram. You know, just what does people say about me now? You know, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Honestly, he, he had enough time. Yeah. He, he had enough time. Maybe he likes to do art on the side or yeah. something while he's driving. Um, but um, we saw, the, the, I guess the big news was we saw uh, um, Sergio just wasn't quite able to, 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 to give Red Bull that one-two. I think they've actually never been able to do that in all the titles they've ever won. Really, huh? Absolutely. They've not. They've always yes, been I think the highest they've had is third. Um, oh, wow. The second driver being third. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a very funny moment with, with Grant alluded to where during the race, um, our boy Max got on the on the radio and said, oh, well, how's Checo doing? Yeah. You know, the tire, tell him the tires are good. He should go full send. And <laughs> <laughs> I think that was just like, yeah. just really unnecessary. hundred <laughs> percent. It was a lot. It was in poor taste, bro. <laughs> Trying to save face for the yeah, last race. It was, it was, come on, guys. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that was Red Bull. Do you guys have any, any thoughts to add on? On their race weekend. Red Bull really came, and I think the PR team prepped them super well yeah. because both Checo and Max, they kept saying everything about the team, the team, the team. And it was yeah. almost like um, like they overdid it mm. to compensate. It was an overcorrection yeah. of what had happened in Brazil um, yeah. and like a put-on because it didn't look natural to yeah. either of them. Yeah. Uh, they were strong this weekend, and no doubt that was the strongest car um, yeah. in in Abu Dhabi. Um, I think we'll get into to Ferrari and, and and what happened there in a bit. But 
Um, Max was all out alone in front. Uh, he had tons of time, yeah. like tons of tons of lap time. He he did a, a one stop fairly easily and and still finished like what eight seconds ahead of Leclerc. Yeah, it was eight seconds. Um, yeah. uh, so it, it it capped off. I think that this race actually highlighted. It was a good uh, summary of the season. Mm-hmm. Like Max out ahead, um, everyone fighting for second place. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's um, it, it was it was a really 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 good sum up. Mm. But it was also like a sum up of how Max is. He's best when he's good. That's um, yeah. And he's like a really nice guy when he's doing well. Yeah. Giving but people advice, you know. Yeah. 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 When he's not, he's he's yeah. not your guy. Um, Sergio Perez. I think he, he tried to drive the heart out of that car. Um, but, yeah, we, we'll, get into, we'll get into Ferrari. Um, sad for him that he didn't yeah. come second. Um, but I think, like, a, a deserved third. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, science racers were taken out, I think, early on. Um, mm. But what surprised me about Red Bull and their strategy to pit Perez and have him do a, a two-stop instead of a one, just follow Max and do what he's doing, was we've known from last year and the years before this is a track, very long lap time. So you're going to have these, the deltas between cars are going to, you know, show themselves quite a bit, especially over a 50-lap Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. We know they're going to be backmarkers, fighting for their own position, trying to win those millions of dollars for the constructors. Mm-hmm. And they put him back in a position where you have to kind of go through these backmarkers all the time. Mm-hmm. And if there's a safety card, it helps Leclerc because he's going to get a cheap pit stop. Exactly. So I, I just don't understand what they were trying to do. Was his tire degradation too much that he'd lose lap time? Big shout out to Leclerc for, for holding on, man. Yeah. He said, I was reading something, he said he was driving 110% the entire race. Yeah. And we saw that because he was not allowing Max to really go. And we saw Max has had that gap. So yeah. I think strategy kind of messed it up a little bit. Perez was put in a position where he had to fight, but there's just not enough left. I think maybe there were four more laps, he'd have, he'd have made that move stick. True. But uh, yeah, it's, Red Bull to me have shown probably teams next season that you need a fast car on the straights, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously with balance across. And so this Mercedes thing of like, oh, let's be good round corners, it doesn't pan out for most of these circuits. Yeah. No. Where DRS, especially, I mean, um, the FIA has been adding more and more DRS zones to tracks. Like, Bahrain has like three DRS zones, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, they need to think about this. Obviously, we talked about Mercedes in a bit, but that's all I have to say about Red Bull. Great end to the season. A lot of controversy. I really want to say, hey, you guys did amazing. But it leaves a bad taste in my mouth knowing the in-between stuff that happened this season yeah. that's just not been great in my eyes. F- final thought just on this yeah. for me is, it was back to a point you made, Grant, where you said, you know, they're, they're the PR team of Red Bull and they <laughs> came out and were doing stuff. What I find interesting is that when you, when you, when you look at some of the quotes from Perez and he says, you know, um, we, we, we've talked about our, what, what the issues are, we, we, know, we know what happened, we're going to learn from this. What, what I'm not, no one's really saying yeah. what's happening. They're sort of just saying these generic things like, you know, we learn from it, we push on. It's yeah. almost, you know, that fighting talk you hear from the captain. You know, we, yeah. we, you know, we, we pick ourselves up yeah. and we go again. You know, and it's like, no, but guys, you, you had a public undressing. You need, yeah. to then, you need to give us the facts. You can't just leave it there. And they know? get mad when we speculate. You Exa- know what I'm and then we speculate. And they don't, don't, they don't talk to, like, Ted anymore, you know. You know what I mean? Come on, question. Tell us what happened. Tell us what's done and we move on. Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be that thing always lingering for me. So I don't know. I'm curious to see how some of that announced. But obviously, they won't, probably won't let it affect them on the track. For the most part, yeah. But I think it's something to watch. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, w- one point before before moving on to Ferrari yeah. is Martin. I think you raised like a, a really critical point on car design because it's something that we've maybe seen season after season. Is when you optimize for straight line speed, it it helps in the long run, mm. right? Over a season, Mercedes did it last year. Yeah. They had the quicker car over the season. I mean, there were constructors, and it was a stolen championship. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> agreed, agreed. But, but, but generally, you, you see that um, cars with better straight line speed um, at the end of the day are, are just like the better vehicle in the yeah. season. For the most part. I mean, obviously, you have a team like Williams that they really mess up in the corners. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. But teams like Alpine, they have really good straight line speed. That's why Alonso is able to keep himself in conversations mm. a lot of the time. Mm. And so they need to think about this a little bit more. Um, yeah, we'll see what what the W14. I know 13 is an unlucky number. But perhaps that's why the season didn't go well for them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so speaking about the team that optimized for a lot of uh, speed through high speed corners mm. uh, was Ferrari, right? Um, and I think on the balance of things, it was actually a solid race weekend from Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that Charles finished second in the, the championship. Um, he split the two Red Bulls yep. um, in what was a very difficult race yep. under tough conditions. 
I mean, you just spoke about it. He said he drove 110% from the start from the to jump, the finish. Yeah. Mm. It was an inspirational drive from the guy. Mm. Um, and um, he did not have equal machinery. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah I, I think like a, a few points to, to highlight. So Charles uh, securing second in the championship. Uh, Carlos Sainz uh, moving up from sixth uh, to fifth yeah, in the championship. Jumping Hamilton. And, right? uh, and finishing uh, fourth in the race overall. Mm. So the second best team on the day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, what, what were you guys' uh, thoughts on Ferrari? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you've got to sometimes look at these things holistically. So, I mean, last year and the year before, she's Ferrari. Or the last few years, Ferrari. <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't even be talking about them Dope. at this point. So, I think what, what, what we've all come to realize is we're, we're upset because of... They set us up, man. They yeah. set us up at the beginning of the year. They, they made us believe yeah. that something special was happening. And then it's the hope that gets you. It's the hope that you know this. <laughs> but I think today, today, oh, this, this weekend was a good, was a good thing. Yeah. I think they, they showed that they can have an uneventful weekend, which is a good thing for them. Yeah, it is. It is. Quiet right. weekend <laughs> is very important. Yeah. When, when things go smoothly, you don't hear any weird radio messages. You don't, you know, they get their strategy right. They went long. Leclerc held on. Everything worked out perfectly. I think this was a good weekend. They qualified well. I think I think they can they can be happy with this and it, and it was very important that this happened. They yeah. needed a quiet one yeah. so that they could go into the break peacefully and regroup and maybe maybe take it a step further next year. Right, exactly. No, I agree with you 100. percent This is a race I knew that'd be good, but I didn't think they'd be this good. Yeah. I knew Red Bull were going to walk away with it, yeah. but Leclerc changed my mind. We've been talking about how Ferrari lacked the race space, and it's Red Bull that who struggled on Saturday, yeah. phenomenal on a Sunday. But today we saw a little bit of the opposite. Ferrari through Leclerc mostly showing that he they had pace on a, on a, on, a, on a Sunday and any quiet race for Ferrari like you said is a, is it's a, a good is a good yeah. race. We're talking about science last race and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, to me, it's what's a bit upsetting is that they they're falling. I remember I used, to, I used to tell you guys a lot that F1 would use this metric that would show how far this car is progressing in accordance to the number one car. And yeah. the number one car number one car for majority of the season was Ferrari. That was a benchmark. And Red Bull move a bit closer, Mercedes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they've lost it. Yeah. And to me, Ferrari had like almost a year and a half to develop this engine, this whole new spec car, and they've lost their advantage by the end of the season. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much better they're going to be next season. Because America's not going to take this thing down. Hamilton not finishing this race. He's sleeping in the factory right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. And so I'm saying Ferrari's going to be third next season. Yeah, no, the fact we're even talking about them having to fight Mercedes for constructors this season to me yeah, made no sense. It, it, it's true. You know, and so a I'm a little bit disappointed in uh, science. I thought it'd be a bit better in the race. Um, but they're talking about how early in the... Clash with Hamilton kind of affected things and stuff mm. like that. I hope he comes back, but he's giving Leclerc more reasons to be that golden boy. And so maybe next season will be different. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't have much to say, Ferrari. Good, good recovery. Good recovery from them. Uh, we saw the same thing in Brazil, right? They, they did really well, that recovery as well. So yeah. good end to the season. I think, I think the accident that, um, that Science and Hamilton had, if anything, it benefits at Science, right? Or, or just that little incident. Because... I mean, dodgy call of whether he forced him off the track yeah. or not. There was no space. At that point, is Lewis supposed to pull back and concede? Like, what, 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 happens, what happens there? Um, but him giving the pace, or, or, or Lewis having to give the place back to, to Sainz, when he looked like he was pulling away yeah. from him, like, really messed up his race as well. So I think, if anything, yeah, Sainz probably. was at an advantage after that incident. But what what we saw after was that Leclerc was just pulling away, right? As mm. they were doing that kind of tussle between the two two drivers, Leclerc was pulling away, and George Russell was recovering from his poor start. Mm. And so he'd brought George, George Russell into the into the fray. Leclerc had kind of moved away. So now Sainz is having to, obviously ended up passing Lewis and uh, having to try and catch Leclerc. But I think Leclerc was just in a different mode, mm. um, which is what's scaring me because as a guy who's trying to support Sainz, I'm like, bro, Leclerc is just pulling away this yeah. entire time, right? So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the future of this team looks looks interesting. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's move on to the team that I'm supposed to be giving the Martin Burr Liability Award to. <laughs> oh, but as we saw uh, yesterday, you know, by the way, the FedEx were querying that thing. I told them to bring it back. <laughs> After I, I told bring it back, man. Oh, <laughs> they did man. not deserve it. It was unsurprisingly, no, not, let me not say it. it was surprisingly an underwhelming weekend for Mercedes. Yeah. Coming from um, Interlagos, where they did so well, George with the win, Lewis, uh, Lewis finishing, it was second, right? A one-two for Mercedes. And to kind of finish this, I knew it was not going to be a great track for them, mm -hmm. but the DNF and the struggles for you know, George initially and stuff like that, 
I thought it kind of messed up. It made an underwhelming weekend for them. Um, what was y'all take? I know you Toto addressed the nation at the end, <laughs> at the end, his investors and everybody, Mercedes fans Man. all across the world. But I, I think you know, Martin, you actually might, you hinted. I mean, you hinted at it last weekend. You were right. You said that you were quite uncertain that this would be yeah. a good race for Mercedes, and it proved out. It proved to be not an amazing. Grant had hope though. Yeah. Grant, Grant had hope. I like that. I yeah. like that he had the hope, um, but uh, it didn't work out for them. I think this. It, it just was. It summed up the year. You know, the a lot of hope. You know, a tough start, a little bit of hope, ultimately disappointing. Um, and I think at the end, you know, the, Toto gave this really interesting interview. If, if you if you watch the Sky coverage, where he he turned to the camera and he said, "Guys, we've learned a lot this year." It was, it was character building with, with some of the words he chose, and I think he even mentioned that they, they're going to put this W13 somewhere in the factory so that everyone can see it as they walk into Be reminded of how, and I'll put it lightly, how tough the year was. Yeah. Um, so so I think. They're going to put in the work, bro. There's no doubt about it. I, I, I'm certain that this team, they've learned a lot from this car. They're happy to see it, the back of it. They, they, yeah. It didn't work out for them well. I think next year they're going to come out strong because they, they will be so hungry to correct what happened. When, you, when you've been the dominant team, mm. it's easy, and I've seen it in other sports, when you, when you, when you slightly lose that, that dynasty that you may have built, it can be hard yeah. to come back, sometimes impossible. Yeah. Everything you have in the sport you could easily become a very average team. And, yep. you know, if, if, if they don't push, you know, Mercedes could become a mid, mid, midfield team. Yep. And, that, and it happens. This, this is what happens in sports. It's hard to <clears> Look at McLaren, by the way. This is just an example exactly. of Ferrari this past few years is another example. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, and I expect, I fully expect the, the, the nature of the guy, the way Toto is, the way he runs this team, I think they'll come back strong before he allows that to happen. You think so? Well, they're going to go for it, whether they yeah, actually yeah. can succeed or not, but they'll give it their best shot. Yeah. They're not going to take this lying down. They're still sure. enjoying it. They're still hungry. They're still hungry. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't know. Grant, you go. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 that's a good topic. Yeah, Grant, you go. Go for it. Yeah, um, I, I thought of uh, after Brazil. Um, so I was, I was hopeful. And it's a hope that kills <laughs> you. Um, so uh, after Brazil, the one, two, um, and especially after FP1, um, the Lewis and, and George were one, two yeah. again. Um, they were in like the top four or through all the practices. Yeah. I thought, okay, like we're in with something here. Then after qualifying, there was Red Bull and the Ferraris were just far too quick. It was like six, seven tenths. Um, Lewis was was off uh, off pole, which yeah. was like and three tenths I think to science, right? Which was like ridiculous. Yeah. Like that is like far too much time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I thought that the, the way that the, the season ended, um, even so, like Abu Dhabi's been like a, a happy hunting ground for Lewis specifically. Yeah. Um, he's been in the wars recently though, right? Yeah. All these uh, incidents where it's just like not clean. Mm. Um, and uh, it, it definitely, th there was something that wasn't operating in that car properly mm. because he had an issue um, in um, the first bit. Uh, I thought, like, overall, it was a disappointing race for, for Mercedes. But George Russell, what did you say? He can't count past five? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> He did it. Hey, true to form, this guy true finished to in the top in the top five, right? Yeah, that's um, how he does. Watch out for him next season. Mm, yeah. I, think he'll, I think he'll be good. He, um, we'll do a season review, yeah. but uh, we'll, we'll chat about what, what, what that looks like. I think thinking about um, Abu Dhabi specifically, not a, not a great race. Um, I think everyone's happy to put the season behind them. Yeah. One thing that I did think was quite funny was uh, we know Nick DeFries, mm. right? So uh, he was a reserve driver for Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, they, they cable tied him to a, a tire um, a tire trolley yeah. and uh, they delivered him to Alfa Tori. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was, that was, that great was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, Martin, you had a point? You had a, yeah, you had a point you wanted to make. Yeah, I think John had mentioned about next season. Um, and whether or not Mercedes can come back and be that contender. I don't know. To me, statistically, I'm just looking at the numbers. It's easier for you to finish in midfield than it is for you to be up top. Yeah. Just statistically. Just yeah. the numbers, you look at standard deviations, all this kind of stuff, uh, distributions. That's just how it is. And the cost cap, limited. I don't understand why Mercedes chose this design for the car. They went, they went somewhere totally different. And to me, I think it's going to be problematic. They need to get this right the first time. Whether well, they copy Red Bull's car or stuff like that, <laughs> I'm curious to see. But Grant, don't get your hopes up too much next season. They got wind tunnel time now, man. Yeah. Hey, wind ton yeah. tunnel time, for sure. More than they've had in a while because they were third. Right? So. The problem with this sport is that you're racing against other people. It's not against the standard. Yeah. They might improve, but other teams can improve too. You know? And we have guys like McLaren who are just probably just as motivated to be better. Mm -hmm. you know? And so 
and they're gonna have two drivers this year. <laughs> so, we, we should actually see, like, in the background, who's left the Mercedes team because we know that a strong portion of the Mercedes team went to Red Bull, yeah, right? Engineers, yeah. Um, a lot of the red, uh, the engineers went to the Red Bull powertrain um, yeah. uh, team. Right. So. And this is what worried me about Mercedes this season, about the season. Right. And the fact it took them so long for them to start to contend worried me a lot about this team. And so, like you said, they lost a lot of talent. And that's through that talent. That's how you progress. That's how you get these updates, these new ideas and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe they just don't have that, per that, that personnel left. Mm. You know? And so, do they recruit? I don't know. But we, F1 never reports about these things. No. Yeah. You know? so, mm. yeah. So, yeah. So, so whew, interesting. We, we're going to unpack more of that, mm. I think, next week. So, I'm just going to give a roundup of the, of the battle for fourth. I yeah. think, you know, that, that went um, as, as we expected. Yeah. Um, not all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all of us. True, true, true. <laughs> can, can you just give like a quick reading of like the battle for fourth, where it ended, sure. um, and uh, who picked what? So if, if I remember correctly, um, we had, um, I think it was Martin that had uh, McLaren. Why you got to be, why you got to bring this thing up? I think so. I think that's how, that's how I had it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think, Ron, me and yourself, we, we had Alpine, if, if I'm correct. And uh, when I look at the numbers, Alpine finished on 173 points in fourth. A good, good margin over, over McLaren. Sorry, my, my mental marks is 14, strong. But 14, 14 points. 14 points ahead of them. Um, but you know, in the context... When you look at the spread of points, so if you if you if you look at Danny Ricardo and Lando, it's important. You have to mention it, that. It, 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 it's very important thing to look at. It, it's because because when you go to those numbers, you start to see how the story. You got Lando on one hundred and twenty-two points, yes. and Danny Ricardo contributing thirty-seven points. Almost a quarter. You know, it's it's unreal. And you look at Ocon and Fernando, ninety-two and eighty-one. Look, at the, you know, nice tight spread. And 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 in and you got to look at even more context. Alonso. Had yeah. serious reliability. Yeah, six a lot of the six time to seven races this, this season that he exactly. had so, issues. So. so I think really Alpine, this, this, this was really dominant from them. Or, or not dominant, but really strong from them. Yeah. But at the same time, equally disappointing from McLaren, just with the way their second driver performed. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was a very tough, tough time for them. It's going to be a hot battle next year. It's going to be yeah. super hot. Super, super hot battle next year. Um, we, yeah, so, you know, um, so that, that's, how, that's pretty much how it ended. Um, I think... It was also good to see Seb in the points. It was yeah. nice for him to end his last race. This was um, something. With, huh? with something, you know. It was unfortunate it had to come through Hamilton. Yeah. But it's racing. That's I think what if it anyone is. would have done it, Hamilton yeah, would have happy to do that for his boy. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe even planned it. Facts, facts. But, um, that, that I don't think he was happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course not. Of course not. Um, but that's just racing. And um, just again, to just to mention some other teams, really disappointing for um, Haas again. Yeah, really, really shocking for them. And um, AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri, really, I can't. I, we, we, I think when we unpack, we've, we've got to spend some time. Yeah. I think this has been extremely confusing. Yep. Their season. Seven think. points since Monaco. Uh, so yeah. Noda and Gasly together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. This, this in this battle for fourth, right? Sure. Um, I think the the Alonso having issues um, was sad because like we still haven't just seen this guy. We've seen him take this car to the limit at times. Crazy limits. But um, I think that he would have ended up far above Lando if he hadn't had all of those DNFs, right? Either, um, yeah, either with or above, yeah. Yeah, yeah either, so. either with or above. But so. it was an uncharacteristic finish in the points for Danny Rick. This, I know, I know. this Grand Prix, right? Yeah, uh, I'll double click on the on the, the disappointing He's, he's only us. scored in seven out of the 22 races, right? Yeah, in a McLaren, guys. In a McLaren. It, Ten, 10 people get to score points. And you're in a, you know, you're in a top... Did he finish above Valtteri Bottas, though? Um, I believe... No. He did not. No, Bottas finished 10th in the championship. I mean, this is just... It gets worse. <laughs> Alpha has not even... Basically, haven't been at the races for the last half of the season. Yeah. <laughs> and he's... I mean, sure, it just gets more damn. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> but, but we'll talk. We'll, yeah, we'll talk. do the So, um, yeah, I think we, we're getting on to our fun stuff now. The, the stuff we really love to talk about. Martin, you want to... So yep, this is, uh, of course, this is the, the segment that we, I mean, we, we definitely go in on drivers and teams, yeah, yeah, yeah. but this is the section where we dedicate it specifically for them. We've had interesting donkeys throughout the season. I'm very curious to hear who are your donkeys of the weekend, the people that have messed up, or the team, the entities, this Abu Dhabi race weekend. Yeah. John, you're nodding, right? Uh, no, I'm nodding. I'm nodding. Thought, you, thought, you slept on this one. Huh? <laughs> no, this, again, again, another challenging one. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it, these last few have been tricky. Go for it. Um, but Haas. Oh, yeah. Haas for me were it's just so disappointing. Mm. You would have thought they would have bounced back, you know, they would have taken a little bit of confidence from the weekend before. 
um, you know, they would have found something. But for, for, it's just completely, like, just a disappointing performance. Both drivers just not really doing anything. I mean, the DNFs, yeah. <laughs> it was the DNFs, then them, you know, yep. like, just, just I think, hard for me. But, but also a special mention to Latifi, who at one point, I think, was... <laughs> Maybe two and a half minutes or something. It was, yeah. it was crazy. He was so far behind. I think he had unreal. issues. Man. It seemed like he had issues because yeah. he eventually stopped. Maybe they just told him, look, park the car. <laughs> we didn't hear the radio. Maybe they told him, park the car because this is embarrassing. Because he had it past Hamilton, right? <laughs> Hamilton, Hamilton retired. Hamilton retired. I remember like texting you. Hold up. This guy hasn't passed Hamilton yet, man. And Hamilton's in the pits, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're wheeling Hamilton's car yeah. in, bruh. This guy is still not past him, bruh. Hamilton's name lost color. Yeah, yeah. It became great. <laughs> oh, on the timing chart, right? it was grayed out. <laughs> and he was still above Latifi. Uh, Latifi. No, no, I think Latifi had an issue. Because when I looked at the, the race stats, he retired on the same lap Hamilton did. Okay. So that's, I think he probably got trucked back. Into yeah, it. I think they told him, bring it in, bring it in. But when did he and Mick have that issue? I think we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. hop into it. Yeah. Who, who's your... Uh, my donkey of the week has to be, and I don't know if you're looking at my notes before you before you came here, John. Um, for me, it's Gunter Steiner specifically. Oh, <laughs> oh. Right. no, it's good. It's it Steiner specific, specifically, <laughs> and also the team. I know I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Mick also wanted to do some donuts at the end of the race. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, and Mick did some. I think Ricardo also did some. It wasn't with just everybody tradition. else, but yeah, just tradition. My last race, do some. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard the team radio. It was very sad because they told him like, Mick, what are you doing? Stop, you know. And he even said, guys, I'm sorry. He was, he was apologetic. Um, even the way he said it, it was very disheartening. I mean, like, mm. let the guy just do some donuts. Some donuts. What's the like, what are you guys going to lose, you yeah. know? And for a team that's only scored three points since France, since Paul Ricard, I mean, what are you going to do? And what you said about Toto and his criticism of Gunter, this guy, to me, I don't understand how he's still there. We've gotten rid of Ricardo because we said, oh, it's just vibes. This guy's purely just vibes as well, man. <laughs> yeah. Gunter Steiner, I don't know how he leads these guys. Um, I'll be curious to hear the, an interview from a Haas engineer. You know, is he a legit um, team principal? But I don't know what Gene sees in him, bro. Anyway, that's, that's my donkey of the week. Uh, I don't know. Grant, who you got? I'm, like, I'm amazed at how aligned the three of us <laughs> are um, and just like what we're looking at and thinking about. So um, my, my donkey when I, or, or donkeys when I was thinking about it were um, Mick and Latifi yeah. because of that, yeah, that uh, perfectly synchronized yeah. tap um, <laughs> off into... It was very reminiscent yeah. of Alpha Tori earlier, yeah. earlier in the season. And Silverstone, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when they were the donkeys. Um, but also K-Mag, because like, what a fall from grace over a week. Yeah, mm. It was Quickly. a pole one week, and then he finishes this Grand Prix last. Yeah, yeah. Um, shocking. But te- technically, that pole, like we said, was... I mean, he made your Q3. Shout yeah, out to him. Yeah, but like, I, I, you know my thoughts on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe a half asterisk yeah, on, yeah. on his poll. I, I think that it was just a disappointing weekend for all of them, yeah. especially Mick and Latifi. Like, the, the two guys having a, a, a mini incident um, in their last F1 race, yeah. right? Uh, well, they don't have a drive next season. They haven't retired from the sport, but yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think moving on, if, um, if, if we're done Yeah, we're good, we're good. So... Like, now we get to talk about something a little bit more positive, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I'll go for the weekend. Yes, so, sir. who did that thing that we aspire to? Uh, they essentially came this weekend, brought it, um, put a crown on, and uh, they were our king of the weekend, mm. uh, therefore being the goats of the weekend. Uh, John? Yeah, yeah. So, I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast that... Um, if if we're not giving them a hard time, if they if it's a quiet weekend for them, then it's a good thing. So <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm gonna finally give Ferrari the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what, this was a good weekend for Ferrari. Yeah. This 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 was a good day out. It's a good day out for them. It was a good good weekend out for them. And uh, for me, everything worked out perfectly, um, as as best as it could for them. They, they qualified strong as as best as they could next to the Red Bulls. Um, good race. They managed the race well. They didn't do anything crazy. Mm. No one forgot a for, a for the fourth tire somewhere. No one did a crazy pit stop. No one put anyone on inters. Yeah. It was it was easy. It was it was just what you expect from a team that should be doing well. Yeah. Um, and so they did. I, I got to give them props where, where, where it's due, and I, and I will give it to them. So well done to Ferrari. Yeah. Martin? Yeah. Um, for me, my goats, uh, yeah, Ferrari. I'll just quickly, yeah, her, you know, Leclerc specifically, I'll give that to him. But I want to give a shout out to Lando Norris and Sebastian Vettel. Uh, Lando, for me, it's, it's more of a culmination of the season. Hmm. I really don't think that car is good. Okay. I think he's been overdriving it. Oh. You know, I, to, to give some slack, you know, on Ricardo, like, hey, yeah. you know, 
I think Lando has been so consistent this season. Mm. Overperforming a car that I think isn't as good as done. And I think yesterday he finished sixth right behind George Russell, yeah. albeit like 20 seconds behind. <laughs> but still something that he's been able to carry across the season. Yeah. And Sebastian Vettel. I think getting that one point and the fight that he displayed throughout that race. And mm. we've seen this from him the last few races, um, mostly this season. He deserved that one point. He fought. The team put him in a re really interesting strategy. His yeah. teammates strolled past him, you know, like, and um, he struggled through, but he still brought some fight through. And he made the race interesting. He was one of the few people who was actually doing overtakes throughout the race, and that was, that was cool to see. So That's great true. race, Seb. Um, great race, Lando. Um, yeah, those are my goats. Um, I've got two goats that are the same there. Uh, first is uh, Charles Leclerc. So I think he's the big goat yeah, yeah. Um, of the weekend for me. Um, that 110% from the first yeah. to the last lap. We saw it, we felt it, and we congratulate yeah. him for it. Mm. Um, it was fantastic. Um, the second is Sebastian Vettel, because I think that he was put in a very compromising position yes. with the strategy. Uh, he mm. had a, um, a very, very ambitious one-stop strategy, yeah. and it was almost like at a time he was rolling down a carpet for people to overtake yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and they were saying to him, no, they're on two lap, uh, two stop strategies, two stop strategies, because yeah. he was questioning the team, like, how are we getting this so wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to come through and get that point, um, and, and as you say, like, push Ricciardo to the end. It was good to see. That was, that was cool to see. I'd seen that he had taken so much life out of his front right tire that he was like, I think some point Martin had mentioned that he was like three seconds off the leaders. And yeah, like you said, just ro rolled a red carpet for everybody to come and pass him. That's 100% on the team. You have the data with you. You know, bring him in. People are doing uh, two stops. And so his teammate did that. But uh, he fought through, got that point, did his donuts, and uh, yeah. Great end to the season. <laughs> yeah. Danke, Seb. Danke, Seb, yeah. Yeah, th that's the last we'll see of him. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's nice that he finishes with, uh, with a little goat crown. Yeah. Um, so, so that's essentially the, the, the show for today. Mm. And I think what we'll look forward to is we want to do an end of season recap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are some of the things that we want to discuss and share? Highlights, Artists, highlights you know, yeah. highlights of the season, mm. funny moments, Fun, exactly, funny, funny moments. team re team radios, yeah. things that could have been, yeah. you know, if they'd done something, yeah, could we have seen, you know, some mm. cascade throughout the season, yeah. you know, races that probably shouldn't do any again, you know, yeah. just like the whole lot Maybe of we'll give out some money for reliability awards. Yeah, I'll be giving out those <laughs> awards. Yeah, I think, we, I think we should give out awards to like, yeah. for particular categories, you know. So, yeah. I think it'll be a good review of the season, yeah. um, thinking about, like, where things went wrong, where things changed, yeah. where things became like a little bit clearer as to how, how it would pan out in the end. Um, some of the things that should keep going um, and others that, that should stop. And when, when, I, when I say this, I'm specifically referring to Monaco. Um, <laughs> we, we can, we I've can, been saying, we can rest that yeah, I've been saying they should do it every other year. You know, bring in another, like Mugello last in 2020, that was a great track. Uh, Portimao, you know, there are a lot of tracks out here, bro. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh. There's some really great tracks out there. Hockenheim, like, yeah, yeah. Across yeah. across Europe, mm -hmm. there's like some interesting places that that they could go and race. There's, there's this is one. Um, there's a racetrack in France where they where they used to race early mm -hmm. 2000s, um, which is it still exists, and um, I think they're trying to get a Grand Prix back there, but yeah. but they can't. We'll, we'll discuss that yeah. one too next week. Um, I know they're just planning on doing all 50 states in the states, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> soon, yeah. soon. Hawaii, Maybe Alaska. Will break out, yeah. uh, cont continentally. Um, yeah. But uh, that, that's the episode. That's the show for today. Uh, see everyone next week. Thanks, guys. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.